0: customize your pitches don't send copy paste pitches don't send mass pitches like spell people's names right all that kind of stuff make sure your pitches are newsworthy or relevant to what's going on in the world build a relationship with people like slide into the dms connect with people like we're all real humans right and we want to connect and if you pitch someone and they say yes that's a win for you because you're going to get the the visibility so like build that relationship you know Welcome to Amplify. We are here to help you own your truth, use your voice, and stand out as the most unapologetically aligned, abundant, and authentic version of you so that you can make a big impact in the world doing what sets your soul on fire. Because you and I, we are meant to stand the F out. I'm your host, Lauren Salon, and I'm a public relations and marketing expert, entrepreneur, speaker, So what do you say? Are you ready? Let's get Amplified because blending in is bullshit. In today's episode of Amplify, I'm actually sharing an interview that I did on my friend Kelly Roach's podcast, The Unstoppable Entrepreneur. Kelly is a former NFL cheerleader and Fortune 500 executive turned business growth strategist. Her podcast, The Unstoppable Entrepreneur, is one of the top 20 marketing podcasts on iTunes with more than 500 five-star reviews. And in her podcast, Kelly helps entrepreneurs learn how to think, act, and make decisions to become one of the world's leading online entrepreneurs with weekly episodes that are 20 minutes or less. In this episode, Kelly and I talked all about public relations and why your business will fail in 2021. Yes, that's right. Getting saucy, why your business will fail, or at least just won't grow if you do not prioritize strategic visibility. And if you're looking for support with PR and visibility, the next round of my signature program, the PR Accelerator, starts on May 3rd. For more information and to apply, visit www.laurensalon.com PR accelerator. Enjoy the episode.
1: I'm thrilled to have you here, and we are going to go deep into a topic that is super important for every entrepreneur, online, offline, brick and mortar, you know, course creator, content, whatever. We are talking about why your business will fail if you don't focus on visibility in 2021. And with all the changes to everything that's happening online, this is something that uh, we all need to be paying attention to, right, Lauren?
0: Yes, absolutely. It's more important than ever, and it's always been important.
1: <laughs> I, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. And and we'll talk more about that. I do want you to introduce yourself, tell everybody a little bit about who you are, how you absolutely. got into this world, what your company
0: does. Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Lauren Salon. I'm based in Los Angeles, and I run a PR agency, and I have a program to teach entrepreneurs how to do their own PR and how to get more visibility and we work with a lot of clients in the personal development, business, life coaching, even health and wellness type spaces. And like my, what I do and like one of my superpowers is helping my clients to really package up their message and to share it with the world in a really big way. And in a way that lands, right, and and get their message in front of new audiences so that they can not only like further elevate their authority and credibility and stand out even more as an expert, but also get in front of new eyes and get in front of new audiences where their ideal clients are hanging out so that they can scale their business, scale their income, their influence, their impact with less effort. My background is in PR, marketing, advertising, a bit of graphic design, a bit of fitness as well. And I had this really pivotal moment. I'll give like the really clip notes version of my story. I started my business about seven years ago at this point, which is crazy because it feels like a hundred years ago and it feels like yesterday at the same time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I did the math recently. I'm like, whoa, seven years. That makes me feel old. And like, I'm like an OG entrepreneur at this point. I feel like. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And and so, but yeah, I had this really pivotal moment. I left the last agency I was at back in 2014 because I was insanely burnt out and knew that I needed to, I just needed a change. Wasn't sure what it was going to be. Went right into consulting. So PR, marketing, consulting, social media strategy, all of that. And for years had like several side hustles that, you know, as businesses and stuff like that, and was always spreading myself too thin, taking on too many projects, working crazy hours, like feeling like I never had enough time in the day, could never get anything done, everything done. At least the to-do list always growing. I'm very much a recovering workaholic people pleaser overachiever type. If if that doesn't sound clear from what I just said and right. And, and, and while I'm doing all this, I was making all right money and I was still like the effort, the work that I was putting in the time and energy and stress that I was putting in. I didn't feel like it was reflected in my one, like my own visibility and the traction I was getting and, and everything like that. But then also in my freaking bank account, right. And like something is what the heck am I doing wrong? Because when, <laughs> When I was working at the last agency, working 60 to 80 hours a week at a crisis PR firm, like I could blame my boss, right? Like, and all of our clients and we're growing really fast, all that. But then when I was my own boss and I'm like, oh, shoot, this feels very similar. Oh no. And I'm the one, I'm the problem. Um, And I was at an event that my team and I helped to sell out through word of mouth marketing, influencer marketing, that kind of stuff. And, And we killed it and i had been doing the i had been doing this business as kind of a side hustle and doing great having dream clients approach me to ask to work with them all like oh my gosh like another project with a like dream client my life is so hard but i didn't want to make it the main thing because i still had such like ptsd from my last agency because i was insanely burnt out when i left but at this event one of my a friend of mine came up to me And somebody who knows me in person, right, not just on social media, came up to me and is like, okay, so I know that you helped so-and-so with their book launch. I know that you helped so-and-so plan this, like, influencer event. I know you helped so-and-so with this and this and this. And now you're here, and I know you helped with the event, but I don't know what you do. And I was like, oh, shit, because at the time I had a fitness business as well, was doing fitness coaching, like fitness modeling, that kind of stuff, and was still doing my consulting, not talking about it a ton. But that was such a like aha moment for me, like punch in the gut kind of moment for me because I'm like here I am thinking I'm being clear and how I'm communicating and showing up. And I'm like teaching people how to do this and like doing this for other people. And somebody who knows me personally is confused at what the hell my business even is. Now that means that people who don't know me are going to be even more confused. And so it was that moment where I'm like, okay, I need to decide if I'm jumping back into PR as a full-time thing, main thing and give it the attention yeah. and energy that it deserves, or I need to do something else, but I can't be doing like the yeah. having all the backup plans and this just in case, and this project and this side hustle and all that. Cause this is why it's not working. Yes. And so it took a little, time. But that moment was for me when I decided, okay, we're making a decision and we are going to jump in with both feet and stand out and like go. And then, you know, once we decide, sometimes the action like follow through takes a little longer. And so I still had like fitness stuff going on up until COVID hit. And it wasn't until March of last year when that income stream got completely wiped out in one week. And I was like, all right, well, We've pivoted. And so it's go time. So I like the pivot yes. has happened. The pivot <laughs> and, has happened. Yes. Exactly. I got it, pivoted on. Yeah, and, it's,
1: it's, yeah. It's so interesting because I think everybody had some type of pivot from COVID yes. in their personal life or in their professional life. And, you know, for all the things that the last year was, I will say many things have been rebirthed, unearthed. Uh-huh re you know rejuvenated and is probably the best thing that ever happened yes to so yeah. and
0: it like I mean it was that or something else like there were no more black backup plans no yeah. ma- more like safety net that kind of stuff and so I knew that I'm very good at what I do I knew that this is what I I was known for in my network and everything like that and I knew that if I just like won, also that If I didn't love it six months down the road, I didn't have to keep doing it. That's another thing too. Like we think so far ahead of time, well, what if in five years, I'm like, okay, let's just start today. (laughs) And so I decided and then showed up and shared my message, shared my expertise, like owned what I do and, and like got on guest coaching calls, podcast interviews, went live, like all over the place. Free trainings was showing up like crazy for like 90 days straight, even, even less than that. And the momentum started to happen so fast and was able to build that business up to multiple six figures in less than a year because I showed up even when I didn't feel like I was like the expertist of all. Right. And even when it felt like kind of crazy and like disorganized or not perfect, whatever, but I just showed up, kept sharing my message, kept serving, adding value, like helping people, and it's worked very, very well. Yeah,
1: I mean, and and so what you're talking about here, Lauren, is the power of decision. Yes. Right? It's decide, commit, execute, and yes. I think so many entrepreneurs have their hands and their heads in so many different things that they're not really running in any one direction, and then they're wondering, exactly like you said, why does no one even understand what I do? Why don't mm-hmm. people really clearly understand who I am and how I can help them. Why am I the best kept secret? You know, why do I know what I do is so special and so unique and so powerful? And yet, you know, I don't have that perception in the market. So I think there's yeah. a great lesson there, right? And, and you gave it 90 days and you could really see within 90 days of focus that that definitive, that power of decision, that execution, mm-hmm. and those results right away. Now, yep. I would love to talk, Lauren, about the difference between content mm-hmm. and disability. Because mm. I see a huge mix up here happening. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs are very confused. They're, they're creating content. They're putting content out every week. Maybe they're even releasing their own podcasts. They're going live on their channels and platforms. And they don't understand why clients are not pouring in the mm. door. Right? Mm-hmm. And I think that no one is out there talking about the difference between Content which is on your own platform, which is what you put out to the people that already know you Yep. Visibility getting in front of new and different audiences that have never heard your name, have no idea who you are, right? That are discovering you. So, Mm -hmm. talk to us a little bit, Lauren, about discoverability. Talk to us about putting together a strategy to be found and discovered in your space. Because this is the part I see entrepreneurs getting really confused on. They're killing themselves creating content, but they're not visible to
0: anybody. Right. And, and creating good, effective content that is very important. And like using reels, for example, like right now on Instagram reels is a great tool for more becoming more discoverable, like with your own platform. And yes, exactly what you said, the, like, it is so important to get in front of new audiences. Yes. On the one hand, like your own audience needs repeated, you know, needs to hear your message over and over again, often before they Take it's action. An
1: it's not an or, it's an and for everybody yes. listening. I'm gonna yep. say for the people in the back. It's an and, not an yes. Yes, exactly. Right?
0: Okay. And so with getting in front of other audiences, a few things before you, you know, jump into that, you want to be really clear on what your message is, right? Like what is your message, your mission? Like what is that value that you can provide to others, the problem that you solve. You also want to know who your ideal client is, your ideal customer, because that's going to help you not only speak directly to them and connect with them in a way that's going to make them go, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I need. She's in my head sort of thing. But it's also, you know, and so knowing who your ideal client is, is going to attract more of them. And then when you know who that person is, you're also going to know where to go find them, right? Are they listening to podcasts? Are they reading blogs? Like, so knowing who that person is, is not only going to help you connect with them much more effectively and land more people like that, but it's also going to help guide you as far as what kind of visibility to pursue. And so the beautiful thing about PR and strategic visibility, because it's not just like, oh, get all over the place, right? Like you want to be intentional with your energy and your efforts. The, the beautiful thing about PR is that you're leveraging third-party relationships, right? You're leveraging another outlet, another source. So with marketing, marketing is essentially you connecting with your customer or your client in some way, right? Like saying like, hey, I've got the thing like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. come work with me. Advertising is going to be much more like obvious in your face, that sort of thing. And PR, it's not you talking to the client, talking to the customer. It's a third party. So in this example, like you having me as a guest on your show, I'm leveraging you, your credibility, your audience, the trust that you've built with your, your audience. So pulling back the curtain y'all and And, and you just by way of having me on your show are telling your audience, Hey, Lauren is somebody that you guys should listen to. And so that trust that you've built with your audience gets applied to me. I get to borrow some of that trust and credibility that you've built. And so while so many people listening to this may not have any idea who I am, right? I may be brand new to them. They're going to apply some of that trust to me. And then of course it's my job now that I'm here to, to win them over more, right? And to like strengthen that know, like, and trust factor. But because you tap into third party outlets and the third party, it can be a podcast host. It can be an online publication. It can be an influencer. It can be doing an IG live with somebody. But because you're linking arms with another person, a third party outlet, you get more leverage that way, right? And so that trust it's, yeah, you're, you're showing up to a cold audience most likely, but they get warmed up because of the third party. And then this episode, your article, whatever it is, it gets to live out in the world as a essentially like a passive marketing tool for you. You do the interview once, you do write the article once, whatever it is, and it's going to live out there sharing your message over and over again. Yeah. So it's very important to get out in front of new people and new audiences and PR is like one of the coolest ways to do that
1: and you know I I say to people you know I've been going live on podcasts every week essentially since 2014 I've done over 600 episodes of the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Show yes over 600 but huge but coinciding with that I go on other shows every single week Mm-hmm. And almost all of the listeners of the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Show discovered me because every week I'm getting in front of new audiences. And I really think that, Lauren, what you're doing is so important because people do not understand that, again, if you're grinding, grinding, grinding as an entrepreneur in front of the same 300 people every single week, yes, they're going to love you. Yes, they're going to tune in and listen. Yes, they might tell a few friends, but there are built-in audiences, and I love what you said just a few minutes ago learn about the the borrowed trust that's mm-hmm. really what pr can do for you it's that borrowed trust of an audience that someone like myself for example has worked so mm-hmm. hard to cultivate for years and years and years and years right and now when someone comes
0: in that audience it's like a sacred opportunity for yeah. that to be on the podium right? yeah and and i've had i mean just like what you were saying with with ha- getting new listeners from you going on other people's shows Yes, of course. Like if you're launching a podcast, you absolutely should be getting on other people's podcasts because you want people who listen to podcasts and where are they going to be? Probably listening to other podcasts, right? And and, and, and- <laughs> that we
1: forget as entrepreneurs, we just think you want podcast listeners, I'll do podcasts. And it's like, no, you need to go, Find listeners. Is everyone enjoying mm-hmm. the show with Madison like running? I um, love it.
0: I love it. It's fun. in
1: the house like less than a week. So things are a little crazy right now. I'm not really like set up here yet. Um oh, good. But anyway, so so Lauren, when when people yes. are coming to you in 2021, they're saying, I need a strategy for visibility, I want to build my brand. I want a 100- hundred people to, find I want 10,000 new people to find me. What would you consider are like the absolute essentials for when you look at a, a visibility strategy for 2021 that you might put together for a client?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I get really clear with my clients on what their goals are. So like, what are those, not just visibility goals? Cause people are like, Oh, more visibility or I want to get in Forbes or whatever it is like, okay, great. But what are your actual business goals? Because then yeah. I'm able to help create a plan that's going to hit those specific business goals. Cause like, for example, getting in a print magazine, that looks really cool and you can put it up on your wall and all that kind of stuff. It is a beautiful, um, reputation, credibility builder, not a great client converter, because if you're looking at a magazine and so if your, your goal is to sell out a coaching program, a print magazine is not going to be the best way to do that. Like, yes, some people might see that and be like, oh, look at how important she is. OK, fine, I'll sign up. But if someone's reading that magazine who doesn't know you, they yeah. can't click on your name to then go look at the program. Yes. They, they're going to have to get out their phone, type in all this stuff. And so thinking about what are your specific goals and then what are the visibility you know, outlets and opportunities to pursue that will most effectively accomplish those. And then, yeah, so that's the, the big thing is like, what are your goals? And then we get really clear with clients, like work a lot with them on their message, you know, and we, we like to pull together like, you know, five or so key messages, but it's not just like, oh, here's like one sentence of like, okay, like me, for example, PR invisibility is important okay, cool, whatever. Like that's so boring. But just like you were saying, like why your business will fail if you don't prioritize visibility, that's an angle. And so working with our clients to pull out what those juicy, like newsworthy, like angles are that are timely, relevant for the world and, and get them. So, yeah, so that's a big thing that we work on with clients is what are those key messages? What are those angles? Um, and then, It's a combination of, you know, we typically do some online publications for the credibility factor, right? Um, And then we do a lot of podcasts too, because podcasts are highly converting for clients and customers because people get to hear you, which is such a good um, connection building thing. And a lot of times see you as well, which strengthens that bond even more. Um, So podcasts we find are highly converting. Um, and then we also often do a lot of like live collaborations. So with other big thought leaders, entrepreneurs, that sort of thing. So like a live video, for example, but yeah, but it's a custom approach based on somebody's on somebody's goals and then getting really clear on what their messages are, the problem that they solve and how that is very much connected to whatever service they're offering.
1: Yeah. Love it. Love it. So we have a couple minutes here, just a couple more yes. things I want to get in. And then I want you to share what you have coming up that people can follow uh, no, to no, no. and explore. But what would you say uh, are the biggest do's and don'ts for visibility in
0: 2021? Just give me a quick rundown. Oh my gosh. <laughs> do's and don'ts. Yes. So with pitching, not doing your research is a big no, no. Like l- for whoever you're pitching, do some freaking research on who they are, what their audience is, what their audience is going to be interested in and customize your pitch. No copy paste pitches, like put the person's name in there. Make sure you're spelling it right. Like all this stuff. So be like a normal human and put some time and energy in Mm -hmm. it and make it clear that you have, like, that is the biggest thing. (laughs) Like if somebody spells my name wrong or leaves my name off of a pitch email, I automatically delete it. And I know many journalists do that as well. So personalize, customize it, no mass copy paste pitching, like, or mass pitching at all. Um, Do like claim what you're really good at and don't feel like you're being like show offy or that kind of stuff. Like you can say, I am an expert at whatever it is. My team and I are incredibly skilled at whatever it is. Like, don't be afraid to own it, right? To own it and say it. Yeah. Because so much of the time people are like, well, how do I stand out as more of an expert? Well, there's a lot of PR things you can do and you speak in a way that shows that you're an expert. Yes. also. Um, so, so yeah. And, and I would say also like take messy action. Like we are never fully ready. So show up and like take action and jump in because you're going to get better along the way. So, so yeah, customize your pitches. Don't send copy, paste pitches. Don't send mass pitches, like spell people's names, right? All that kind of stuff. Make sure your pitches are newsworthy or relevant to what's going on in the world. Yes. Build a relationship with people, like slide into the DMS, connect with people. Like we're all real humans, right? And we want to connect. And, and if, if you pitch someone and they say, yes, that's a win for you. Cause you're going to get the, the visibility. So like build that relationship, you know, and, and be a normal human. I said, messy action, owning your expertise and showing up and, and being consistent. And so it's not like, Oh, going live once a month or something like that, or showing up on social media once a week, like be consistent and show up so that you are top of mind. Yeah, for sure. Those
1: are great do's and don'ts. And they apply to building relationships, networking, yes, ambassadors, marketing,
0: sales, right? So yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I would say another thing too, because a lot of entrepreneurs, especially when they're starting out, are like, oh, well, I don't like my business is barely like I don't have anything going like yet. I'm just starting it all this, or I, I barely have been in business that long, which doesn't mean you can't do PR. Number one, you ve- like it should be part of your plan from day one. And if you're working on building stuff up, like, a great form of PR and social proof is getting client testimonials and reviews, that kind of stuff. Like when, when I buy like furniture or something off Amazon, I'm looking at the reviews, just like when we're going to work with somebody, you know, the testimonials go a long way. And that's that's a form of PR and strategic visibility and social proof that anybody can do from yeah. day one, even if you just have a beta group. If you're like, hey, I'll coach you for free if you write a review and, and send me a testimonial.
1: Yeah. Done. And where there's a will, there's always a way, right? Yeah. So Lauren, where can everybody follow along? Just really quick, give us a wrap up of where we can hang out with you and and get in in your world a little
0: bit. Yes, absolutely. You can find me everywhere on social media at Lauren Salon. And I'm super, super active on Instagram. So that is the best place to find me, especially in the IG stories. So Lauren Salon, S-A-L-A-U-N. I just actually today, as we're recording this, um, launched my own podcast called Amplify. I'm so excited. Um, So Amplify with Lauren on iTunes and Spotify. And then... If you're an entrepreneur and you're looking for support with PR and visibility, I, like I said, I've got a full service PR agency where we do everything done for you, customized. And then I also have my PR program called the PR Accelerator, where my team and I teach entrepreneurs or teach somebody on your team how to do. PR for you or how to do your own PR effectively and efficiently. And then you also get to have my team and I as your PR agency while you're in the program. So we'll do a bunch of the PR work for you. And the next round of that starts in the beginning of May amazing amazing
1: so you guys definitely make sure you check out everything lauren's doing follow her on instagram great tips and strategies and some fun in the stories too and lauren thanks so much for hanging out with us on the
0: end thank you so much all right thank you so much for having me thanks so much Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode and if you know of somebody else who is bold, successful and unapologetically owning their unique magic while they make a big impact in the world, please send them my way. And it would also mean the world to me if you helped me get this message out to as many listeners as possible. So if you liked what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you would please take 30 seconds to leave a five star rating, write a quick review and share this episode with your friends. Be sure to tag me so that I can say thank you. And until the next episode, keep showing up, keep using your voice, and keep being you. Because the world needs more of your magic.